Welcome to another edition of the Journal Podcast. This week we are joined by Kifa Bamber, the owner of Digme Fitness. Digme Fitness is an independent spin, yoga and hit studio with locations across London. During the pandemic, they launched their hugely successful Digme at Home, which allows people to rent or buy exercise bikes and take part in their professional classes at home. Here we discuss her background and career before launching Digme, as well as her advice for those looking to start up their fitness journey and the positive impacts this can have on your mental health. You can find discounted Digme at Home exercise bikes, subscriptions and Digme Fitness Studio discounts as a member of the MoreCard. Head on over to themorecard.com to find out more. Kifa, thank you so much for, for joining us today. So uh, I guess first and foremost, main question from our listeners is, what do you feel separates Digme Fitness from other gyms on the marketplace? Thanks so much for inviting me. Um, what separates us? Our mission is to inspire change, to change people's relationship with exercise. Um, the goal is we want people to find a way to enjoy exercise in an environment that's supportive, inclusive, inspiring. And it always upsets me when I hear people talking about exercise as something they have to endure, something they suffer. And for me, it's something that should be cherished, that time alone, that time to switch off. And you feel so great after exercise. And I just really wanted people to find something they loved and to be able to stick with it. So I wanted to ch- try to change that for people through authenticity, through results, real results that they could see and track, um, through fun, through friendships. And for me, the best thing about the job is the stories I get to hear about where people tell me that their lives have changed for the better through DigMe. And that warmth and enthusiasm from members for everything we do is just so motivational and so exciting for me and for the rest of the team. Tell us, what was your background prior to to starting with Digme Fitness? Quite different. Um, I started life as a lawyer in a global law firm and I used to practice shipping litigation. And after that, I moved into lecturing and I lectured postgraduate law. And I loved that connection with people at the law school, but it felt like just not very real as an environment. I was itching to get back into a law firm. So I returned to the law firm that I practiced at for my dream job, which was working in learning and development, designing and delivering training programs in offices around the world. So very exciting um, designing that training and obviously getting to travel all over the place to deliver it. We had hubs in places like Sydney, Johannesburg, Toronto, Hong Kong. It was it was such a lovely job. So that's an interesting background then. So where did the inspiration come from to start Digme Fitness? Um, I was on maternity leave with our eldest, Alex, who's now eight. And it really was a light bulb moment. I was running with him in Richmond Park. And just one of those moments, you know, when you're just enjoying the run, the place, the, the the time. And I just thought, I really should do something in fitness. And it really was a light bulb moment. I'd fully intended to go back to my role in the city. Um, but it just came to me out of the blue and it just made so much sense. And literally, my husband came home from work that evening and I met him at the door and I said, I've just had the best idea. And he said, "What? what's that? And I said, I should set up a spin studio in Richmond. Isn't that great? And we'd not long moved to Richmond. And um, 
I absolutely loved it, but it struck me that there really wasn't a huge amount of cardio going on. And I was used to living, I guess, a bit more centrally and, you know, having a whole host of things available. And I just thought, gosh, it would be so nice to have a spin studio in Richmond. Um, and uh, yeah, Digme just just came about. It was just one of those very, very quick decisions. And so you mentioned there that it started as a, a spin studio, but it's expanded quite rapidly and, and quite into different areas. So now, now then, I guess, what are the basics that Digme fitness classes cover? Yeah, so we started life as a, as a cycling studio, as you say, and we're very well known for the cycling product. We do three different types of product. Um, so depending on what gets you going, whether you're somebody who loves geeking out on data or you just want to get lost in the music and not think about the numbers, we've got different types of cycling product. And um, so cycling is where we started, and I guess is the thing we're best known for. But we also do yoga. We have a wonderful yoga team um, and hit. Uh, we do different types of hit. And we have studios across London, but we're also online now. And we got kicked into that um, pretty much overnight when we went into lockdown back in March 2020. And it's been a wonderful journey. Yeah, I noticed that the, the you know, there's not just with Digme Fitness in the, the studio, there's also, like you say, there's the online as well. And people can actually uh, rent or buy exercise bikes from you guys as well to in order to sort of take part at home. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. That's right. We've got a lovely online community. Um, it was uh, it was it was funny. It, it, so if you think back to March 2020, there was so much uncertainty. Um, we closed our studio a few days before we were even told to by the by the government um, because we had a situation. We had a COVID case in one of the studios, and we just thought, "Gosh, this just doesn't feel right to keep open." Um, whatever about um, you know having a choice to go there as a member, and most members, I think, were choosing at that point to stay closer to home um making the staff feel obliged to go in front of house staff instructors and so on it just felt wrong um there was just so much uncertainty and anxiety at the time a week before um I, I, the, the government order came that we would close the studios temporarily and see what was what was going on and i remember the call really clearly the following day our head of hit uh, ben davy called me up and we had a chat about trying to bring classes online. And I remember his words. He said, Kifa, our members need us now more than ever. Mental health is just, you know, people are really, really struggling um, and they really, really need that outlet. So that day, um, Ben delivered a hit session and Sarah Grogan, our head of yoga, delivered a yoga session online. And we thought, let's do this. Let's just go big time after it. So we rented out all of our studio bikes to our members uh, so it, we just have the most wonderful stories around people pulling up in everything from Porsches to vans to taxis loading up a Digme bike and taking it back to their house so they could do classes and very quickly we evolved from doing Instagram lives to doing Zoom classes so everyone could see each other and connect um, and then we started developing the app and so on thinking well actually this is something that's here to stay it's something I guess we'd always wanted to do but had never anticipated getting into it quite that soon but it's amazing how how things can evolve and it's just been great i love the connection of different people across the world through through dig me at home so you've got a team there then you mentioned ben who's the, the head of uh, het and you know there's the yoga and different avenues how do you find the the sort of the best and most premium instructors to work with for each of your your classes it's like finding a needle in a haystack it's really really hard to find 
the top people um, and not just in terms of their ability to instruct a class, but also someone who's just culturally the right fit as well. And we spend an awful lot of time looking for talent. Uh, people do approach us. We run auditions regularly um, and, you know, we, we spot people and they come from all walks of life. Sometimes they're experienced instructors who've been teaching for many years. Sometimes they don't have any teaching experience at all. And we just see that talent, that potential and take them in and train them from scratch. And both produce wonderful results. And in terms of the the type of person who becomes an instructor, they vary hugely. So in our perform team, we have um, Ironman triathletes, guys who've cycled, you know, crazy sportives and events and so on. Um, and then when you look at the rhythm team, a lot of them are stage performers and they've been in the most amazing West End shows. So yeah, so there's no type um, and it's just wonderful when you see that journey. People have to audition, pass the audition and get onto our academy. And then it's quite a thorough process, the academy, which ends with an assessment and a friends and family ride and the community ride and so on. And it's just magical seeing that journey from day one right through to them just owning that podium, surrounded by their friends and family, celebrating getting through the academy. Um, so, it's uh, yeah, it's it's terrific. What do you do at Digme to, you know, make it a space welcome for those that aren't necessarily familiar with gym classes, with the setup, or people that might be feeling self-conscious about joining a gym for the first time, for example? Yeah, our instructors and our front of house teams are terrific at welcoming people. So it's flagged to them when somebody is new and they go the extra mile to just make sure that they feel at ease and they know how to, you know, whether it's set up their bike or put on their boxing gloves or whatever it might be, that it feels like a safe space. And we have so many wonderful stories about members who come to dig me and fall in love with exercise and say, I never liked exercise or I never felt comfortable in the gym or I just didn't get it. And now I do. And, you know, one story that stands out in my head was I remember going to a spin class down in Richmond and afterwards, a gentleman coming up to me and giving me this great big hug. And we just come out of a class and we sort of all hot and sweaty. And he gave me this big hug and he'd just been on this great journey, which I wasn't aware of. I saw him at the studio regularly and got to know him and chatted to him and so on. But he told me that a year before he'd been to the doctor and his cholesterol was really high and his blood pressure was really high. And the doctor wanted to put him on lifetime, lifelong medication for this. And he was only in his 40s, um, but, you know, he was uh, overweight and he wasn't eating perhaps as he should do and so on. And he said to the doctor, look, give me some time to change this. Give me a year to, to change my life around. And the doctor agreed to it. Um, obviously wanted to put him on the meds, but agreed to it. So he started coming to dig me and he fell in love with it. And instead of just coming once a week, he was coming twice, three times a week. And he was doing the cycling classes and just fell in love with, you know, the data, the community, the whole experience. And then he bought a bike and he started going out for bike rides outside with other members and just forming this little community. And then he said to me, you know, if I knew I was going for a bike ride early the next morning, I'd obviously eat really well the night before and eat well afterwards. And it sort of has a knock on effect, I guess. So, yeah, transformed himself into someone who ate healthily, rode outside, rode in the studio, made lots of friends through Digme. And he's a different man. And anyway, he went back to the doctor and his results were 
amazing. And, you know, as he said to me, the doctor didn't just say I'd improve things, but everything looked normal. So in a year, he'd managed to transform his life. And those kind of stories just really, really inspire me because I hate that culture of binge exercise, binge dieting. It's just, it's going to do nothing but make people miserable. It's not sustainable. It makes you miserable while you're doing it. And it makes you miserable when you fall off the cliff the other side. You know, no one can sustain that kind of pressure. It just, yeah, sounds, sounds so miserable. So hearing a story of someone like that who went on this journey and just formed very naturally, you know, great habits, um, it's just is wonderful. So uh, we, and the thing I love about our community is people come in from all walks of life. And if you look at our blogs on the website, you'll see that we profile people, you know, a girl in her 20s, a gentleman in his 70s. We've all kinds of different people from different walks of life who come in. And that's what makes the community really special. So New Year, obviously, is a time for resolutions for a lot of people. It's probably a time where you see a large uptake and people joining a gym and, you know, looking to, to better themselves. Have you seen what, as expected this year, has there been any surprises or has there been quite a, quite a lot of people signing up? Well, it's been an interesting couple of months when we heard about Omicron in December. The city, the West End, just emptied. It was just incredible. And we didn't quite know how it was going to play out. And after Christmas, I think people felt a little bit more confident about it and about going out. I think most people felt they'd had it at that point. But numbers were decent the beginning of January. But it was only really when Boris said everyone can go back to their offices again um, that we noticed that proper January surge. And it wasn't just numbers, but it was also a real feeling. I remember going to a class in, in Richmond and we had just increased our numbers. We were operating at reduced capacity once we heard about Omicron in December because we could sense people were nervous. So we immediately went back to double spacing um, half capacity in classes to give people a bit more space. Um, so when we heard, OK, everyone's been told they can go back to work, we've got this. We thought, right, OK, we'll go back to normal capacity. And also we just noticed loads and loads of people coming to the studio. So it all just seemed to happen on that Wednesday, Thursday when the announcement was made. Anyway, I went to this particular class on Saturday morning and there was just a real sense of relief, like that fear had dissipated and people thought, right, this is life, this is normal. And I saw so many faces I hadn't seen for a couple of years, as well as the regulars who stuck with it the whole way through, whether it was at home or in the studio. And that felt pretty magical. So let's hope it continues. So, yeah, so just a later start to the January rush. But certainly, um, you know, it's it's come flooding at us since then which is great to see and for those people that are the, the part of the flood then that are, that are joining whether it is at new year whether it is like you say this sort of delayed um onset of it what advice do you give for people who are joining at this time you know it's a time like you were talking about before is the sort of the binge dieting or the binge exercise and it is for a lot of people a time to to go you know hell for leather at the exercise and then the drop-off rates might be quite high say in a, a month's time or so what advice do you give people for people who are just sort of starting out at this time of year well don't set yourself unreasonable challenges um you know for me dig me isn't about buying into a cult it's about people forming a good relationship with exercise and we love to see people in the studio obviously that's our business but we also love seeing people put their running shoes on and go outside for a run or go outside for a bike ride so my advice is you know mix it up do what you love 
But don't set yourself unreasonable targets like setting out to exercise every single day, having not exercised for a long time is probably going to make you feel exhausted, miserable, under pressure. You know, so come up with, um, you know, with a healthy program. And for me, you know, I love exercise. I don't need any encouragement to uh, to exercise, but I still plan at the beginning of the week what I'm going to do because I'm juggling having two little boys, a job, um, and you know, life is is pretty hectic. So I like to plan when I'm going to exercise. I typically do it in the early morning before the boys wake up. Um, but it's still good to know, um, you know, what your week is going to look like. So I plan in my exercise, stick it in the diary, book the classes up, um, you know, and then I know what shape that week's going to take. So, yeah, so so planning, protecting that time um, and also just making sure that it's reasonable and it's something that you're going to enjoy. Another thing that I think really helps is if you can join up with a friend. If you commit to going to a class with a friend, it really makes you go. And one of the classes I go to every single week is 6.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning. And it was one of our original classes when we opened five and a half years ago. And if I don't go to that class, I get a whole bunch of messages from people saying, are you okay?" You know, so when the alarm goes off on Tuesday morning, no matter how dark or cold or wet it is, I'm there. And I just love that accountability. So, um, you know, so yeah, teaming up with a friend or booking into a class, you leave your kit by your bedside, then you just can't get out of it. Um, well, it's it's harder to anyway. Yeah, there's sort of almost the fear and embarrassment of letting someone else down if they're not there. It's a big spur for people. Um, you mentioned before as well, so Ben and your team had, had mentioned it to you, and obviously it's something that you'd be well aware of, but um, during the pandemic, there were a lot of reports of you know mental health dips, and a lot of people were aligning that with sort of gyms and workout spaces closing. How strongly as a business owner in this space do you feel that there is a correlation between the gym or between the studio and the, a positive mental outlook within people? For sure there is. Exercise is great for your mind. I really feel that myself. The endorphins flow, you feel great afterwards. And for me, it's just really important to carve out that time for yourself when you can just switch off everything else that's happening in the world and just focus on you and your breathing, your thoughts, your mind. I really, really love that space, that time I get exercising. You'll remember I mentioned earlier that when we went into lockdown in March 2020, our head of HIT spoke to me about putting on classes that day. And Ben said to me, you know, people need us now more than ever for their mental health. And I was absolutely astonished how so many members contacted me, people I knew, people I had never met, telling me about the positive impact that the classes were making on their mental health, how they were struggling. And there were so many different stories, different struggles, but overwhelmingly, the sense was these classes are really, really beneficial for my mental health. Um, and they were the they were the stories that got us through those first few weeks of lockdown when it was all so uncertain we had no idea how long we were going to be closed for when we'd be able to reopen so um yeah those stories I'm, I'm forever grateful for them but yes the impact of exercise on mental health I think is is very strong what's your sort of personal go-to for de-stressing is it are you more of a hit workout person are you a spinner do you go for yoga how do you unwind after a, a long day in the, in the studio 
I love running and cycling. They're probably my two favorite things. Um, I used to run ultra marathons, so crazy, crazy long distances, but pulled it back to running marathons when I had my sons because it was just a bit more manageable. Um, and I've also done quite a few triathlons, including Ironman. So yeah, running and cycling have always been my my favorites. Um, obviously a juggle to, to fit everything in, which goes back to what I was saying earlier about planning and really planning your week and your workouts as part of that week. So I typically go to early morning spin classes either at home um, through Dig Me at Home. It's really nice having a bike in the house if you're you know, feeling like you don't want to leave the house or else down at the studios. And uh, I, I like to run as well. So I run a lot. And one thing that I'm really enjoying is our sons are now at the point where they enjoy running and also riding their bike. So I'll go to Richmond Park, which we live really close to. And we do loops of the park together. So either they'll be running alongside me or riding their bikes. And that's terrific. So nothing beats a, a sort of family Sunday run. Um, my husband is also an incredibly keen runner and cyclist as well. So anyway, so that's really magical at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you can get the whole family involved. I love the way that you uh, described it as sort of bringing it back to a marathon. You know, it was ultra marathon, had the kids and it's, oh, okay, I'll strip it back to just doing a marathon, which for many is probably the ultimate achievement of their running career. Oh, no, marathons, you know, are not to be underestimated. But yeah, I was running, I've run a few quite famous ultra marathons, like Comrades, for example, which is 90 kilometers through mountains close to um, Durban. And the training for those is just, yeah, long, <laughs> lots of miles. So uh, yeah, I, I love them. But just trying to carve out six hours on a Saturday to go for a run is really not uh, not too easy. And and to be honest, I prefer to spend the time with, with the family right now. So they're at that age where they need me so yeah i'm sure i'll go back to it in later life when i've got loads more time thank you to kifa for joining and to you for listening for more podcasts interviews and articles with independent business owners on the topics that matter most to them head on over to journalmagazine.co.uk